the art of engaging with your clients. Now, <laughs> that's an interesting word, isn't it? Uh, typically, when somebody says they're engaged, they're all wrapped up in one other person, and um, and and there there is nothing they would they would not do. You know, at that moment, you're engaged. You'd swim through shark-infested waters to bring that uh, that other person a glass of lemonade. Um, that's a good word. And if the client can see that you are all about that, I'm not suggesting shark-infested waters, but if they can see that you are doing everything that you know how to do to take care of them, not going through the motions, not doing the minimum, not trying to get the most out of them, not trying to upsell them, but really protecting them as if they were your brother or sister or child, if they get that, life gets good for you. They're going to be your marketing arm for you, and all you have to do is take orders. Um, it's easy to sleep at night. It's easy to get the phone to ring. It's easy to live with yourself, and, and, and then you get everybody's love and, and praise, and it's, it's a good way to live life. So um, if you want to do that, this is the section on engaging the client. Um, you are going to want to begin by asking them uh, a little bit about themselves. You know, we, we call ourselves home inspectors, but it's really not about the home. It's about the family. And as you engage these people, as you invite them to the inspection, beginning to end, you've got them right there, arm's length. You can tell them about mountains and molehills and, and, and make sure that they understand the difference um, and yeah, it slows you down. You might be able to do one less inspection, but you can charge more, and you just don't have to keep grinding that treadmill uh, so much to keep the uh, the business coming in. So, and you definitely, I've done 30 years. Nobody's ever come close to to threatening to sue me because I let them know how hard I work, and I I turn them into a friend. Nobody wants to sue a friend. So as we go through these, um, you want to talk to them about what they do for a living. Uh, and in many cases, if the wife doesn't work, she'll tell you that and be all embarrassed and look down a little bit. Um, last thing you want to do is be the guy who forces one of the two to be embarrassed about who they are. So if they're a homemaker, honor that. I call it the greatest calling, because it is. And so you're, you're going to want to do whatever, whatever you need to do to make sure that you understand that you're about them. Uh, and it's a fairly standard thing for a person when they meet somebody else to say, what do you do? For guys, it kind of defines us. You know, I am a home inspector. I am a carpenter. I am a steel worker. Um, and for, for women, perhaps less so, but it lets you know what they do. If they tell you they're a contractor, that will tell you something. If they tell you they're a lawyer, that'll tell you something. And it's important to know those sorts of things as you move forward. And then in a uh, more gentle way, you can, you can ask them about the number of kids they've got. Maybe there's going to be a front set of steps where you've got 10 inches on the first step and then seven, five, seven. 
you know, you can ask them if there's going to be any elderly people or children that are going to be um, tripping on that. And, and again, you're, you're trying to reinforce to them that it's a family protection service more and a home inspection less. It's not about the home. Home doesn't breathe. Home doesn't get injured. Home doesn't have... The home does have bills that cost the homeowner, but you, you, you get where I'm going on that one. Family size, age, special needs, maybe somebody's in a wheelchair. And if so, then you can talk about the effects of the wheelchair uh, on the house or vice versa. Maybe the home has narrow walls. Maybe it's got narrow doorways into the bathroom. You can, you can customize the home inspection to the needs of, of the family, whether that be wheelchair or whatever. Um, any health issues, if they've got lung issues, for example, then you might want to talk to them. I mean, you're going to be doing a mold inspection anyway. Now, I didn't say mold test, I said mold inspection. But you can go talking about how ice damming can cause potential problems with mold, which would affect this, uh, this particular family member's lung issues. You can talk about how drainage issues into the window well or, or whatever, um, you know, water coming into the house from the exterior, how those can affect mold, which can affect the family member. If you know that somebody has these sorts of issues, then you can customize again. Um, and then handyman capacities. In today's world, I find it's very common for the, uh, the woman to actually have more handyman capabilities than the man. Uh, a lot of the guys are, you know, maybe they work in a factory, maybe they, they work in uh, technology, IT, uh, and maybe they're a professional, maybe they're a marketer. And there's a lot of guys that don't have a lot of handyman skills. So you find out who the handyman is, and then you can talk to them about what uh, big and little things need to be done. Uh, all of this is going to reassure to them that you care about them, you're about protecting them, and, and, that, and that they are not the latest step on the treadmill for you. Uh, I have run into any number of buyers who said, yeah, my last home inspector didn't want us till the end. Keywords didn't want us. Or they showed up at the beginning of the inspection and the guy said, well, okay, you guys stay here in the corner and I'll finish and I'll let you know. And, you know, that's just not good service. And it's, you'll find that doing home inspections solo, alone, with nobody there. It's not as rewarding. It's not good marketing. It's, you've got to be a lot more careful about protecting. And you're going to get those phone calls, the ones at 3 in the morning where they say, did you inspect the tub? And it's like, yeah, I inspected the tub. If you would have been there, I would have known, or you would have known. But, you know, it, I had one where where somebody says, well, I saw him walk past with a screwdriver and he drilled the tub. And they're like, no. So, and there was another one where somebody accused me of damaging the attic hatch and he wanted, uh, that was actually the seller that wanted to sue me for $5 for, for damaging the attic hatch. Um, 
And I actually, that one didn't go anywhere because I said, look, I had two home buyers right there with me who saw that I didn't damage the attic hatch. It protects you in any number of ways and uh, allows them to see how hard you work. I've been over this before, but it's, it's a much better way to do business uh, showing that you care. So engaging the client, I've used the word huge before, but if it's, it's, a, it's the center point of your brand, uh, at least it is mine. You can do business your own way, but if you can, if you can do it in a way that is rewarding for you and rewarding for them, where they know that you're there to, to protect them, then you're not on the treadmill so much anymore. It's rewarding.